I have a lot of dead people's stuff. A huge gold frame picture of my great uncle Joe taken in the early 1900s when he was about five years old and wearing this heavy black cloak. That is insanely creepy and that I have felt compelled to hang in every house I've ever lived in, usually in the bedroom. I have a monogrammed silver cigarette case that belonged to my mother. I can still see her pulling out a Benson and Hedges with her long manicured nails and snapping it shut. And there's the business card from my dad's stint as a car salesman at a Bavarian-themed lot that I still keep in my wallet. For a while, I even had my aunt's third husband's first wife's vintage owl collection. I never even knew her, but during a garage cleanup, I found all of these little creatures she had lovingly picked out and treasured when she was alive, and I couldn't imagine throwing them out or dumping them at Goodwill. I put them all on Etsy, and over the course of about four years, many of them found homes all over the world. I felt better knowing I had been a good steward of her things, this woman I didn't even know. That if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, someone might go through the programs from school plays and snow globes and newspapers from cities I visited and try to imagine why I kept them, why I love them. If you're lucky, you may have a few mementos, a few items that belong to someone who has died. And that inherited stuff becomes proof of existence of a life, lived in all the ways a person lives, decently, dangerously, richly, or strained and at odds. Depending on the relationship, that item could bring you great joy, longing, happiness, confusion, anger, or just a general sense of obligation to tend to it as they would have. Or maybe you just want to throw Uncle Glenn's football from that botched state championship game of his senior year into the attic only to be dealt with at the next move. It's complicated how we feel about these tokens and trophies. For me, over the years as Parents and grandparents, an uncle, sibling, have died, and boxes of yearbooks and christening gowns and all the ephemera that make up an existence have fallen into my hands. I have often felt like a one-woman traveling museum, and I felt the burden of caring for things that only I know the why and how of, or in the absence of any explanation or history, a willingness to fill in the blanks the best way I can based on what I knew of that person when they were alive. And I feel afraid that if I don't have anyone to pass these stories to, that that proof of life extinguishes and dies. The world forgets. I know I am not the only one who feels this way. I am not the only one who finds meaning and importance and comfort in what has been left behind. On this podcast, Memento Story, I will meet and interview other people, other people from all walks of life, some strangers and some I've known since childhood, who have all found themselves tasked, willingly or not, with guarding the relics of another person's life. I hope you will join me to hear all of them tell the stories behind the stuff. Find us online at mementostory.show, your favorite podcast app, and Instagram at mementostory.show.